and I would like not listen to what he was saying, like Lovitz does. I have no idea what you're talking about. Hello. That's Grant Shaw, by the way. Grant Shaw, a very special guest, who is a perfect person to have on today for many reasons. First of all, he's a very, very close friend. And my son's godfather. Oh wow! I didn't just know that. to you know get it all out there. I went, I went right disclosure. to the front of the line. Full disclosure. Yeah, but you went to the front of the yeah. yeah. He's well, actually, you were second in line because there's a godfather before you. You were the second child. Jared. Guy. But we he's don't talk Jared. about him. He's we don't talk about Jared. <laughs> so he's yes, he's Jared's godfather. Cool. And uh, we're gonna call from Philadelphia already. I wanted to. I know you didn't tell anyone you were on the show, Grant, because you're an absolute tech tard. You make me look like I should work for. Uh, NASA. <laughs> exactly. I should be there. Houston, we have a problem. I should be in charge at NASA as opposed to you are really bad with the technology. I tried to tell him earlier. I said, you know, you have an immediate busy signal. You know, there's something wrong with your phone. He goes, I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really care. That means less people calling me. I dig that. I know you dig that. Yeah. There's one thing you don't dig that Grant does also blend in with you. And as a matter of fact, no one in this room is good at this. Is practical jokes. <laughs> I love practical jokes. So I try to get everybody in on this one. Sarah's got this thing with uh, with Dr. Drew. She loves Dr. Drew. And Dr. Drew. In a platonic way. Ex uh, okay, I know you have to clarify that. I was going there <laughs> for now. Forever. Never know about the silver fox. Forever, forever. For, so so yeah, he saw Sarah's show. She was opening for me. I do an hour and a half. He talks about her 10 minutes. That's what he talks to me about. Okay, and they had a big thing. And she says, I'm going to vomit You're just for meeting you. And so it's, you know, she, she, and then he texts me, come over to the show and hang out with us. Bring Sarah. And Sarah's like, text him now, call him now, call him now. She's obsessed. I said, okay, I will. So I said to her, I said, can you do me a favor and go out and put money in Grant's meter, right? Bitch work. What, what? I said it to all three people, and of course you took it sensitive. You know, I said, look, I have some show prep to do. I'm not saying I would actually go do it, but I said, can anyone do this? Craig and of course, your attitude. Oh, your Grant attitude. doesn't do his own part. <laughs> well, he's our special guest. I wasn't going to go to Grant and say put, put money in your meter. He's already putting himself out by being here for nothing. Yeah. He has nothing to promote. I have nothing to do. <laughs> There's no reason yeah, to be here. I'm really putting myself whatsoever, out. Whatsoever, except for the guilt that he didn't show up for my kids for two days in a row in visiting Los Angeles. That's a whole other thing. Okay, can we talk about okay. people who <laughs> try to kill you? Can we, can we make that be, a we'll, topic? Come up, we'll come up with that. We'll, that, that will, organically, that will be the road that we will take. But right now, I like to talk about this practical joke. So first of all, it starts off with Sarah doing her thing of, yeah, it's bitch work. It's, you know, and I go. That no, was no. internal. It wasn't. <laughs> it was, that was her inside voice. <laughs> Listen, I can hear that inside voice loud and clear. I read yeah. you these days, okay? For a very long time. You know I read you. I can pick you up. Hmm. It's happened many times on our show. <laughs> She's even, she, right now, I can tell you what you're reading. What's I'm, happening I'm, I'm going to tell you what's happening. Mm -hmm. You're looking at me, saying to me, go ahead, read this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any truth to that? Totally. Ah! <laughs> Nailed it! Okay? Yeah. You give me that, it's a semi-little spiritual stink eye, if you will. Okay? With the third eye. So now... Hmm. So you, I said, can you go out and, uh, you know, please, please do that. And then she, she makes it a bribe. She goes, text Dr. Drew, and I'll go do it. So then I said, okay, I'll do that. She won't leave until she sees me press send, uh -huh, as I if you, there's no trust involved in this relationship. Okay, get to the next side of the okay, story. Okay, I will I'll tell, tell you, you why. There's so no trust. Okay. 
Well, that has nothing to do with the other, but I will get to the other, get to the other side he of this conversation. started down this road. I did to bring us down this road, and I will probably regret it. And which one of our topics today is regret. So I then, as soon as she leaves the room, uh, the you know teaser in me, the jerk in me, yeah. you know what I, the antagonist. I said the antagonist, the, the child. Uh, <laughs> Let's come up with everyone. Come up with an adjective. Everybody come up with an adjective for me, okay? I try to, I try to be self-defecating, but no, everyone, everybody kept shitting on me too, increasing the level of shit on me. A shit storm, if you will. Yeah. I mean, okay. I say I like the hair right yeah, now. Yeah, it's with awesome. the, with the <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I, sh I shouldn't have said anything. This, really. this is the reason. In the beginning of the show, I said Grant would blend in here. He would blend in here. Because he's going to join in with all of he you. He likes to self-defecate. Yeah, Absolutely. He also likes to deflect from the guilt that he knows I'm going to give him later. Now, <laughs> second half of the story. Okay. okay. So now Sarah leaves, and I said, uh, Dr. Drew didn't get back to me yet. But let's say that he did, and I have to turn my phone off for the show. So I, I said, <laughs> let's, let's I said, can you all be involved in this? <laughs> First of all, Joel, Joel went full wimp. He goes, I'm not good at this. <laughs> you just see everybody's character come out in a different way. Ileana's sort of got a little devil face, like, I'll go with you, Shoe. Yeah, whatever. And Grant's going, I'm just met her. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're really putting me in an awkward position here. <laughs> you know, you're, I, you're asking me to lie. I'm really picking up a nice essence from Sarah. Am I getting any of this right? And you didn't even verbalize Spot this. Spot on. Do you see? You are a I, reader. I, you pick up. I can you pick do, these you things pick up. up. Okay, I, that was word for word. <laughs> Ding! Oh, that there was you loud. go. So now, that was perfect. Good sound effect. Joel. Yeah. You, I, I have never seen anybody fold <laughs> as fast as you folded. He went, I'm not good at this, right? Yeah, there's and unconditional love and trust between us. That has nothing to do with Which you would know nothing about. <laughs> I do. There's an implication of you know nothing about it. That's what I'm picking up. I like teasing, okay? And it's fun. It's fu I love to be teased myself. I had no problem with the last five minutes of you guys annihilating <laughs> my character. I have no problem whatsoever. What I'm saying is, all right, I said, this is a good joke to play. We'll, say, we'll get her going and say, Dr. Drew said, as long as Sarah comes, I'm really into you coming over to watch my show today. All right, so I'm like, you guys in? Oh, folding, folding, I'm going, okay, and then she walks in. And I went right with it, with the assumption that maybe some of the good acting would take place. I go, oh, I gotta turn my phone off. Hey, how's it going, Sarah? Dr. Drew just uh, said, uh, can't wait to see you, or whatever. Yeah. So she starts to go, you know, sweating, you know, uh, really? Really? He did? Be honest with me. He did not. And she's, and I'm, I'm doing my good acting job going, oh, no, yeah, I've got to turn my phone off, though. Otherwise, I'd show you. She goes right to the wimp. She goes right to unconditional love. Joel, look me in the eye and you tell me now. So I'm thinking maybe he'll give it one little shot. Maybe he'll just give like, one little try. Oh, it's true, Sarah. Even it's bad acting. Yes, yes. He did get a text from Dr. Drew. Nothing. He just went right away. No, I told you. I told you I couldn't do it. Craig. Come out with the joke. In with, I'm a jerk. But can we talk about Sarah's ability to pick up? Yeah. What? The, your falseness. Your, <laughs> it, 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 you know, you, you, you did. And it was some fine acting. It was some fine acting in the moment. Like, oh, I had to turn my, you know, Dr. Drew said, yeah, he's looking forward to seeing you at the show. But I had to turn my phone off, you know. Mm -hmm. And then she just 
gave it a could it be called bad acting? Looked at you, no, gave it a beat mm-hmm. and looked right at Joel <laughs> and went, Joel, look me in the eye. And, and, and then he it. said, "See, I, I can't do it. I can't do it." So she Grant, picked, she picked. Up. <laughs> so glad I had you in here. By the way, somebody's calling from Philadelphia, but they just hung up again. I wonder if it's somebody you know. If they hung up, we're both probably. from Philadelphia. We have a lot in common. We're both in the uh, Sigma Alpha Epsilon fraternity. Oh no! Yes. <laughs> you guys are in a fraternity together. We're both in the same fraternity. N- but I mean, not the same frater- like different schools. Different schools. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe yeah. you went to now, California, see- Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, or Temple. He didn't attend either one. But I'm an SAE, and I, you know, so you want to see the secret handshake? Yeah. I I don't want to get excommunicated from. <laughs> You know, oh wow! See, one one believes, organization that would have me. See, he's not Did you so not sensitive. Have a dad either? He's, not, he's not so sensitive. I, well, kind I of was not. lying. I'm not an SAE at all. I can't believe you didn't know that. That I wasn't. I, I. He <laughs> went with it though. Inside, I went. I'm I did a, not know that, I'm, and then I was inside. Afraid. You went. No, you can say anything on the outside. So far, you have. That was the only thing you edited. <laughs> <laughs> you edited one single thing. You've been completely candid. So why stop at the fraternity? Suddenly, that's the place we can't go because I want to do the secret shake. I have a secret shake, but uh, apparently uh, in my fraternity, Phi Kappa Theta. But Can you I, do it with both hands? Can you show us? You have to do both hands. Do you it. want me to show yeah. you the shake? Yeah, for I sure. I paid $110 for this shake okay. and wrestled an orangutan. Let's, let's ha- Zelda, pay it off here. Okay? That's what I had to do to get this shake. And you want me to actually break my... What would, what's it called again? Your integrity? <laughs> <laughs> How would you know? <laughs> I, that's why I went to you, Grant. I went right to you, and I'm saying to you, break my integrity there. What, what's it called? If I if I were to, you were not going to go there, even with you, what you thought was your brother at the time. Yes, that's true. So what's it called when you when you uh, kind of break that? Um, um, break integrity sounds right. Okay, yeah. yes, because we sort of sign a pledge. Yeah, your honor. We pledge yes not to that reveal it, anything. I already revealed the orangutan's name. Is that true? It's uh, you it, wrestled an orangutan to get this. What handshake? happens? You're blindfolded. <laughs> to get what? <laughs> to get your handshake. To get the handshake. Yeah. Well, there's more than that. It's a brotherhood. <laughs> you allegedly are pledging, and we, by the way, we did not do. Very pleasant pledging. Ours was like very severe. They would put you in a closet with tons of tobacco in your mouth with while you're smoking these Tipperello cigars, jam you all seven pledges in a closet and tell you to smoke until you vomit. And the big thing was vomiting. God, yeah. they did the same thing to they us. They did a, really? Yes. That was called cigar night. Yes. And then well, you that had, was called hell night. Well, yeah. no, that was hell no, that was just leading that up was, to that hell was night. That was just like Friday night? No. <laughs> <laughs> It was heck night because hell night really was hell. They blindfold you and do these things to you that you can't believe. Ours was capped off by the uh, brothers would go. They had some connection with the Pittsburgh Zoo, and they would get this orangutan, and you wrestle it named Zelda, and you wrestle the orangutan who throws you around like you're a rag doll. And and then when you're done, they rip off your blindfold and go, welcome to the brotherhood. Did anybody die from wrestling Zelda? What's her name? Zelda. 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 There was other deaths, but not from Zelda. So that uh, I and uh, there was a fire death. So wait, they bought an orangutan from Pittsburgh <laughs> to Pennsylvania. <laughs> what for? Uh, to Philadelphia? To Philadelphia? No, no. This is in, this is in outside of Pittsburgh in the mountains. That's this, where you went to college. I went to college at first at California University of Pennsylvania, which I don't like to tell. I want to see this diploma. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's called California University of Pennsylvania. It was, it's honestly, somebody call me from there. If you want to testif- testify to this, it's, it's a university that was founded. I think it was for like lazy people that are on their way to the real California. They got 300 miles from Philadelphia and went, this is good enough. <laughs> <laughs> this is my California gold rush. It was in 1849. It was discovered in 1849, year of the gold rush. And they have a university there of which I attended. This is where you go when you have 210 on your SATs. Oh. There's not a lot of choice. <laughs> And mess up your entire high school career. So I ended up there, and then I went to Temple University. But, yes, I pledged this fraternity. We had to do all sorts of. Why do they do that? Like, to get, so you guys feel a camaraderie, like, and because your dads weren't around, and it's like, let's do this. Is it like boot camp for, like, the Army and Marines and stuff that you go through with your brothers to, like, feel yeah. bonded? And I, 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 the whole time, I thought it was silly, but I kept doing it mm-hmm. anyway. It's like one of those insane things. You keep doing it, and you're going, oh, maybe I'll have a brotherhood now. And, you know, and they're going, here, eat this, drink this, shoot this, you know. And you're going, I could have had a V8. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very strange to, uh, to it, so you had to do the thing as well, Grant? You had to do some of this pledging? Yeah, they locked us in a room, and we had to keep the cigar lit the whole time. Yes. And they were spraying hoses through the window <laughs> and, and, um, <laughs> and bring us out, and they would paddle us. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, they beat the hell out of you oh, with the yeah, paddle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. you probably had every an, frustrated, you know, right? Dweeb from high school suddenly always, had power. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you give the the loser power. <clears throat> Absolutely. I used to get mad at them because I I did not I consider myself not a loser, even though I was bent over <laughs> <laughs> at the time. I'm thinking I'm not a loser. Saying thank you, thank you, sir. May I have another? That's the irony. Is I'm not a loser, but here I am, bent over. I have to buy friendships by joining this fraternity. But I, when I once I became a brother, I didn't do that. Did you, Grant? I didn't do the the same things. That, you the meaner ones. Other guys. No, I, was, I, was, mean. I was too stoned. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I got you there too. I was yeah, stoned yeah. and drunk and everything else, but I would not do that to you know turn around. And treat the people, you know, you treat people the way you want to be treated. So I would, I would do things like I do still today, humiliate them. I would make <laughs> them do dances and little recitals just for my own personal personal use. <laughs> Again, the loser from high school. <laughs> but it's different how it manifests itself. These guys were mean and they would beat and, and, and like pummel and, and hurt them. And yours was gayer. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I am actually, I, look, I, I am not gay, but I, just this, just today, by the way, I must tell you that I almost uh, rammed into someone. Okay. <laughs> that didn't Wrong sound right. But I'm not gay. That didn't sound right. Yeah. I'm not going to talk about it. You guys are really, really turning on me. I'm going to get sensitive today. <laughs> so, Grant, Grant, I'm really happy that you arrived here. Uh, you did sort of... Uh, throw me for a loop i you know we have a little key card where you have to get around our little studio situation here and i said to grant i i I said listen i need to know this because i have to come and get you well i didn't say that part yet but i go are you going to go number one or number two because he said he had to go to the bathroom he goes what am i embarrassing why is that embarrassing i was finding out because i was going to time it when i would open the door for you (laughs) (laughs) you understand this is what happens when you have children when you become a father, you think about these things. So when were you planning on opening the door after number one? When you told me number one, right. I give that a one count. I give that a minute. Okay. Okay, you'd be done. you get I the shake. I was standing clean. out in the hallway like a small child. <laughs> <laughs> parents had But here's what I thought. Already gone I home. didn't see you out there, so I thought he lied to me. He pooped. He pooped just like my kids always lie to me about the poop. They won't. 
they won't Ew. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Not true. <laughs> Speaking of this, this morning I had something really heavy happen. Very heavy. A huge movement? Now, my, my wife, you know, I'm just madly in love with my wife. And she just very rarely does anything to upset me. I was in the bathroom today, you know, doing my flossing in front of the mirror and so forth. And she's talking to me. And I heard plop. <laughs> she pooped in front of me. Ugh. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, Grant, you've dated lots of women, right? Have you ever seen them poop? And what does it do for you? I didn't mean to stump you. We can make a multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no, I can't speak from experience, I think. No, Not one? I don't think I don't remember that specific moment you just described. I tore out of that room. I literally ran. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and she starts laughing. And she actually, this is so rare, she said, uh, go talk about it on the air, see what other people think. She has no problem with me outing her on this because as the book says, when you read it to the children, everybody poops. <laughs> but so let's examine this. What is okay. it about that that's disturbing to you? Oh, wow. We're going to examine it? Yeah. Um, I, I'm sure the ladies would like to. Well. <laughs> did you have to say that like a Lothario? Like, like, like did, I, did I just creep everybody out? That was a little sissy. <laughs> that was a little madman. That was a little madman. Let's see what the ladies yeah. have to say. I think the ladies would like to. I think the ladies need your perspective on that. Those ladies who are coming... All of a sudden, they're independent. <laughs> they would love to hear your feelings as a man who owns our society. I would How do love you to feel hear about it. that? They ladies? secretly yeah. love it. Sarah I'd love to it. hear. I totally love to hear. I totally agree with you, though, because I think, like, really, you should never do that in front of somebody that you're sleeping with or have potentially <laughs> sleep with ever again. Like, I can't even admit. My mom's a poop doctor, and I can't even admit that I've ever had a movement. Like, I think <laughs> that that is disgusting. Like, I'm totally. I even with like the you. way you use movement, like it's music. I'm having <laughs> yeah. a movement. Yeah. A movement. So you, you're that way too. I think a lot of people are. I wonder if we we're brought up in Europe if we'd feel different about this because you know you share public restrooms with people. I remember I was like really into this chick at this club. I was I'm like going, whoa man she is hot and then I had to go number two which I normally don't do in a club anyway I'll do anything but but I really had to go. I was in Europe I'm not going to go home you know to take a dump which I normally would homes. 6,000 miles away. <laughs> Not going to do that. But you I'm, thought about it. I'm in France, right? And then I'm, I'm pooping, and I recognize the shoes uh, next to me. Oh. It's the shoes of the woman I'm into. Was it an audible poop? <laughs> Mine or hers? You're, oh, both of you. Well, I wasn't listening at that point. I was just I was freaking out now trying to hold mine back because I don't want to make noise. I, don't, I feel awkward when, it, when it's a dude. I Absolutely. Mean, you too? Yes, because I'm noisy. <laughs> so, let's see. You just ended it with every girl's listening. <laughs> and I will that. never date again. <laughs> At least anybody that's listening to our show. So, Sarah, you have that uh, that sort of difficulty with that as well. Oh, big time! Yeah, big time. Hey, give us a call and log in on this. Three two three six two two eight six two three. That's three two three six two two eight six two three. Having, uh, yeah, I guess when stories. I love someone, like I can look past it. Like with David, like I could, like I loved him so much that it wasn't that big of a deal. But like I still it was still gross. Like it was gross. Is I, it a mystique killer? Is that what it, it like? Yeah. Does it kill some <laughs> sort of mystique? 
A mystique. <laughs> so, so, she, yeah. so she's dating a guy, and she has this image, this mystique of, oh, he has no, no bowel movements, this man. He's, well, he's beyond like, it. Guys yeah. describe like uh, their, their, their wives watching their wives give birth and then having a little bit of a hard time going thereafter. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it, is it, is awesome. it the same kind of thing? Is it the same kind of thing? I think I was more afraid that he would have the mystique killer if he ever knew that I did that. Like for him, I didn't care. I would still like I was still super attracted to him. It's like not like it's like a smell that you like. It doesn't like get you excited or anything. But like it was. Uh, I'm trying to think of this morning when I had this visceral reaction. What it was about? It really was about the sound of. I couldn't believe that she had the guts to do this. Like you can't wait. Plus we have two other bathrooms, by the way. But she's having a full-on casual conversation with, which we've done before with PP. I have no problem. <laughs> right, with that. right. It's I can true. hear the PP. Mm -hmm. It's true. Mm -hmm. But when I heard an actual plop, I'm like, "What are you doing?" I was like shocked that she would. That was like a violation of my boundaries. <laughs> that's, that's a huge boundary I have. It's huge. As a matter of fact, I held in my farts. I held in my farts for a really long time when I was with her, and she kept telling me, "Let it go." She was the one who was encouraging me. Are you going to be she's able to sleep pulling with her after my finger? This? <laughs> Tonight we'll we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It's going to take and by the way we have a little appointment tonight too. A date? It's cool. we call it an appointment. <laughs> That's so romantic. That's so <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Are you going to have another word for me? <laughs> what if I I'm, said that she I'm, came up with it? I know you love Mika. Oh, I it's think an appointment do no for wrong. sex. What's that? Appointment for sex. It's an appointment. Oh, weird. I didn't say that. I didn't say that it was for sex. But it's not because, for Because, by the way, date. our three-year-old is listening right now. Okay? He is. Jackson, get off the line. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no business listening to this. So, yeah, we have, we have an appointment tonight. I don't know if that will disturb me, but but hence the laughter the part of it, which I really believe in, will might help things. But we don't need any help. I'm talking too much. <laughs> How many appointments a week do you have? Well, so, some are appointments. Some are spontaneous. And, yes. And, and some are like I run into her in the hallway. Oh, that's fun. You know what I mean. That's really fun. Huh? It's yeah. really fun. The yeah, hallways. So it's a little bit of, yeah, a little bit of, hey, I just, yeah, I, oh, I have five minutes. Yeah, you're at the coffee machine the same time yeah, I am. Yeah. You know, it's like at work. But like you know, one you make appointment a week? You make appointments, and that's when you have to have the conference room for an hour, and you have to make, make, make adjustments. Make sure that other people aren't around the conference room at that time. It's a private conference. Grant, you ever make appointments? <laughs> Get me out of this. <laughs> you ever make appointments? No, but I like I like us running into the hallway, you, running into each other in the hallway. With thing. that too, I, I like that. Yeah, that's and then and then do you do you do it in the hallway or do you steal yes. into a room? You do it in the hallway. It depends. With three, three little it ones depends. running around. Well, no, that's the thing. That's why you make appointments first of all with three little ones running around. Two of them sometimes aren't there. They're with my ex-wife. So now we have the little one, of which I will admit, we throw them in front of a video sometimes. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say you throw them in front of us. <laughs> I, I, I got really scared. We throw them in the corner. Here, don't look. Don't watch. I'm having some here, hallway here. Here's an Etch-A-Sketch. Well, speaking of poop, by the way, you know that I'm not fond of much of my ex-wife's actions, right? <laughs> But I must tell you, there is a story that I, uh, I had. Uh, she went way up in my book. Okay, this is a poop story. 
I will tell it anyway, even though not one face is inviting that. That's what I'm picking <laughs> up right now. There isn't a single face in this room that's going, please tell us, Craig, the poop story about your ex-wife. I, I was on the Atkins diet. You guys familiar with this? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. mostly meat, a yeah. lot of protein. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed it because I love my protein. So I'm down in this protein all the time. You do no carbs whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So I have to tell you the disadvantage of that is what is forming inside of my bowels is uh, something they could use for a construction site. Very it, hard. And big. Yeah. So it's like, oh. <laughs> so, so it's forming there. And by the way, the following is zero exaggeration, okay? So I go on the toilet, which I know, mostly love the toilet, and this time I did not because what was coming out of me was something that I actually had visions of, I am going to die right now <laughs> because I can't pinch this thing off. It was not going to it pinch. It kept coming? Oh, no. It needed lopping shears. To, oh, to, to, God. It not only kept coming, but it's giant uh, uh, girth. Did you bleed? And <laughs> <laughs> Remember, her mother's a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Grant, you picked that up. You're absolutely right. That's a question her mother would ask. That was a medical question. <laughs> And she would have herbs to take care of yep, that bleeding. Yep, yep, yep. Her mother with Pure Cleanse called Judy MiraclesofHealth.com. So anyway, I uh, so I was on the toilet and I actually thought for a moment that I was going to be like, you know, how you read things like Jim Henson died from the poison <laughs> going back into his body. I'm going, I'm going to end my life like Jim Henson, which I found at the time to be very extraordinarily weird how he died. You know, with the toxins coming back into his body, and I went, "I'm going the way of Jim Henson." That tells you not to judge someone's death. Mm-hmm. I thought he died of pneumonia. Something happened, though, with some, some – let's look it up on Google okay. or whatever. Something happened where uh, internally some poisons were released. I thought that was going to happen to me because I only was halfway done now of this tree that is that – is, oh, it, it is a tree I'm giving birth to. And I'm not talking – I'm talking about something in Oregon. You know, I mean, where you just, you know, there's people like, they're they're building tunnels through the tree. Is anybody wondering how the wife's going to come into this? (laughs) (laughs) So we're we're in the middle of a a law of of a a deforestation. (laughs) And does she get you a chainsaw? Does she get, I I will tell you what happened. (laughs) Again, no exaggeration with this whatsoever. Why am I called out on my embarrassing things all the time? Okay, now listen. Oh, here's what happened. So finally, and I seriously, I'm going, something has got to give here. Literally, I'm going, something's going to have to happen. And there's no splash plop. This is just a thing that is entering. It's going to lie down quietly, yes. (laughs) I know those. Or yell timber. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay, so now timber is, so then I look down. And by the way, because of this diet, you don't even need to wipe. It's just, you know, it's, uh, I'm out. I'm clean. I'm out. I'm clean. I'm ready, you know, for the world, whatever it was. I had just given birth. They say drop your kids at the pool. This was dropping one giant Shaquille O'Neal at the pool. Did it feel good? Well, sort of, because I was relieved that I didn't die. So so, uh, now I look down. This is no, uh, okay, I look, and you see the hole, you know, that the toilet it had gone, this thing had gone into the hole and was so long that it was peeking up like Nessie. Oh, Jesus. Like Loch Ness Monster. So it was out of the water and fully into the water. So it's so strong, I flushed, and it basically went, that was nothing. <laughs> it, it just tossed off that swirl that was around it. It was like, wow, that was a good whirlpool. I'm ready for more. <laughs> it didn't budge. It did not budge. Try it again. Not budging. 
So now my wife at the time, my now ex-wife, is saying, we have, to, we have a dinner to go to. I go, I'm having an issue in here. <laughs> okay? So I, I told her what happened, and I had, you know, and I split, right? And, but she's, oh, I know what it was. I had to go somewhere. She goes, you have to get to this, da, 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 da. And I left. I came back. It was gone. And this is when she was my hero. <laughs> like like someone you know you shared a foxhole with. She went in. Can we have, you know, can we have some music? I couldn't. I couldn't. I, uh-huh. I couldn't handle it on my own. She went in with a spork, a plastic spork, and uh, divided it into uh, several pieces. Like and 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 finally got it to go. Why wouldn't she broke a, a few utensil? But broke a few sporks in the process. That is gross. I don't know. Guess she didn't want to waste the good silverware. Yeah, <laughs> that got makes for the sense. wedding. So we used a spork, and that was the one day that I had a lot of respect for Did her. Did you guys have sex after that? Uh, would you stop going well, there? Well, cur- I'm curious because I hear that you guys didn't have a great sex was, life. Was that, a mis- that what, w- when w- it started? <laughs> was that a mystique killer? <laughs> <laughs> it went way deeper than I wanted it to. We're going to talk about regrets on our show. I regret telling that story. So let's just start <laughs> off with that. I have full regret, okay? I'm not, going to, I'm not going to shut it out of my life, but I, I am already regretting it. I'm not seeing a lot of – I'm sure I won't get a lot of great feedback from that on Facebook, which please go to our Laugh It Off podcast Facebook page. Go to Ha Ha Laugh It Off on Twitter. Uh, give us your feedback, um, and I can take it all. I'm okay with it. But we will talk about Grant, uh, Grant Shaw is here with us, uh, who also played – he played in, by the way, he was on Broadway last year. How about oh, that? That's awesome. Broadway star of uh, several Broadway shows he's been in. And uh, he's a, a true talent and a great friend. Uh, you might recognize him. Most recognizable role is obviously Miles Silverberg from Murphy Woo! Brown. I'd love to talk about his perspective on having a front row seat from something that happened 20 years ago, almost to the day where there was a big controversy where Murphy Brown, a sitcom, was involved with our political landscape. And Grant had a, a front row seat to that. I'd love to talk about that, and we'll talk about regrets. We'll find out if Grant regrets coming on our show right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout and save 20%. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. PuraCleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of PuraCleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. PuraCleanse, your friend for life. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home with style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your subs of Books on Games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphones, pet supplies, and doggy bones, World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scrubs, system too. Click Amazon, you'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping's even free. Whether it's a serious fall, fire danger, or other type of home emergency, Life Alert is there for you. The company with its slogan, Help, I've Fallen and I Can't Get Up, protects its members. Here are some of them. 
when you have a heart attack like I did and there's no one there, Life Alert was there for me. Having a secure feeling through Life Alert is ideal. My independence is possible because of it. Now, Life Alert can also protect you in a fire emergency with a system that automatically notifies our monitoring center. Thanks to Life Alert, you can live alone without ever being alone. With Life Alert protection, elderly people can avoid or delay going into a nursing facility. For a free brochure about Life Alert service, call now, 1-888-443-5588. That's 1-888-443-5588. Call Life Alert now for your free brochure at 1-888-443-5588. Does your car smell like... You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like... Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like... Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love scent bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code radio at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try scent bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays, and the smell will last for days. That's right. You spray it today, and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from, so go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's Get Some Scent Bomb. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Hi, welcome back to um, the Sarah Sweet Show. <laughs> At least according to our guest, Grant <laughs> Only Shaw. Only in the breaks. Grant Only Shaw, and on the break, yeah, if only you could hear us on the break. Who knows with our technical difficulties, you probably did. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I don't think anyone did. Hey. <laughs> I think. They only hear what I want them to hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> did you turn up the volume on that one when Grant said, I think you and Sarah should switch seats? <laughs> did you turn up that volume? I'm sure people Easy. heard Craig that. Craig Shoemaker <clears throat> fans are going to riot if they hear anything like that. Easy. I, I love don't have my any seat. Fans. I, don't <laughs> fans. I hope I do. By the way, this uh, Friday, I hope I have some fans that will watch me on Showtime. I've got my own special, yes. all right? Our special. It's called Daditude. And uh, go check out Showtime for that. Grant Shaw is our special guest today. And I mean special. This is a really uh, close friend. As a matter of fact, I stay with him when I go to New York. I, I mean, we hang out together. And. Uh, you know, uh, he's, he's, uh, he has this huge career, but I want to talk about not the successes. <laughs> I want to talk about your failures. Not your failures, but things that you chose to do where at the time you said, this is a really good decision. I mean, I know you did a movie I happened to catch with Will Ferrell. Before, judging by that response, I'd say it's probably not your favorite choice of, of films to do. Actually, it was, it was, a, it was a great choice. What's but this? What's this? All of a sudden, we have sound effects. I'm confused. Oh, Never regrets! Mind. Regrets! I have a few. Okay, oh, right. that was Sinatra. Oh, that sounded like I forgot why See, I had this. We're filled with colors on our show. We fill in the. This is setting the mood. Okay, so you get the call from the agent, and they say you're going to work with this guy Will Ferrell, who is not the Will Ferrell we know of today. No, he, he was done, like he, he was on Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live yeah. probably did one or two movies. Did he, that movie with uh, Chris Kattan where he's like uh, the Roxy. Yeah, Roxbury. might not have even done that yet. Really? Yeah. that far. That yeah, long ago. I think he was kind of starting out in film. 
And you at the time were this big uh, star on television. Okay, you'd already done. You also did that I other was movie. An actor on television. Did, <laughs> that was a big star. Seriously, that, I would call that top twenty characters of all time. You can actually say that. Maybe ten. Everyone knows who Miles Silverberg is That's if you true. lived in the eighties. Okay, that's a big character. If you know Barney Fife, you know different characters. You know uh, Kramer. I would say beyond eighties, right? Yeah. If you lived through the eighties, I I was nineties. Yeah, nineties. Thank okay, you. Okay, eighties yeah, and nineties. Mostly nineties. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah, we started in like eighty-eight. Okay, eighty-eight. So now that's a big part. Okay, you're Miles. You're the man on the show. <clears throat> now they say we have this movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you read the script. Mm-hmm. You said, yes, I want to do that It was movie. a good script. Was it really? Yes. Okay, I saw the movie. I wasn't agreeing with that, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I happened it, to tune it, it in it, one day. It, it, just, it just didn't – this happens all the time. I actually just ran into an actor who I don't even know his name, but he's really good, and I just saw him in that – can't even say what movie it is because he's okay. in confidence. But he All just right. he just did a movie and he said, you know, we thought it was gonna be great, and then we went to the screening and we were like, mm. uh, oh, mm. what are some crappy movies lately? Quick, <laughs> quick, quick. And that and we'll see. The, no, we and this actually was not crappy. This he's, was not crappy. It's, it's, well, it's, okay. a, it's a it's a perfectly you know fine way to spend to it. You know, it's a horror sci-fi movie. Okay. And it's good. And it's good. It's good. It just it just wasn't what. They thought it was okay. Watch be. his face, okay, Sarah. You're the reader here, okay. <laughs> Go ahead, ask him some. Here, no, ready? No, no, Cloud don't Atlas. Don't <laughs> what's what's Cloud Atlas? Oh, that that was not that one. Either that or that's the best acting ever from Miles Silverberg. What is what's Cloud? Cloud Atlas? He even went one more with the poker face. Okay, I don't even know what that. What is? Cloud I Atlas? know you. I don't should. Know. I should. Okay. All right, never mind. We're trying to get the movie out of you. Do you have a movie though that you did or a television series that things didn't go well? You know what I mean? Like some failure. I want to hear some failure stories. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, well, I'll tell you, it, more so than that are auditions that were just incredible failures. Really? What yeah. happened? Um, any any you, shows that we do, know? Do, do, do we remember like the late, great John Hughes? Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? sure. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Candles and Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Club. And, right, right, right. Yeah. So... I'm doing – I was like a young actor starting out in New York and was doing plays but hadn't done any film or TV. And I was – and I heard they were auditioning for this movie Pretty in Pink. Yes. And And I read the script and I'm like, I'm Ducky. Totally. I, I'm, I'm Ducky. Yeah. <laughs> and this is going to be my break. Wow. So I go in and I, I, I got an audition for it because I had agents at that time. And, uh-huh. and I and – I, and I thought, oh, okay, I'm waiting for the callback. No callback, no uh. callback. And then I'm doing a play reading at Playwrights Horizons down on 42nd Street. Okay. And and there's, you know, it's a bunch of different actors. And John Cryer is yeah. one of the actors. And I hear him on one of our breaks say, yeah, I've got, got this callback, and I'm going to go read with Molly Ringwald at the mm-hmm. Gulf and Western Building on Saturday. You know, like he was like complaining about it, and I was like, <laughs> "That's my part," and and he didn't know I overheard him. So uh-huh. I went to the Gulf and Western <laughs> Building on Saturday. You did not. I took the elevator, even up. though you don't have an appointment. Uh, even though I don't have an appointment, he has one. He's regretting. Uh, he, he has one, but you know, I think he was in uh, like, a boy. lot longer than I. You okay. know, he was around a lot longer than I was. So he was, you know. Desperation is a smelly cologne. So, <laughs> so I, I I go up to the Gulf and Western Building and I, I take the elevator up and there was a guy sitting at a desk and I said, um, I you know I don't and he had a list in front of him with all the actors on it and I said I don't have a callback, but um, <laughs> but I, oh, I I'd on. like to read for John Hughes and 
once he sees me, he'll he'll understand why. Because you knew you were Ducky. Huh? I knew I was Ducky. So this is back when I had courage. So, <laughs> so, so he goes, I'm sorry. You know, there's, you know, it's every 15 minutes, and we don't just give away auditions when you don't get a call back. And I said, I understand, I understand. And I leave, and I go up to the elevator, and I ring the elevator, and the elevator comes up, and the doors part, and I stand there, and the doors close again. The elevator goes down, and I just couldn't get on the elevator. I did that three times. The uh. elevator came up, couldn't get on it. The elevator goes down. I noticed if you know the Gulf and Western Building is like circular. Mm -hmm. There was a hallway going the other direction of the uh, from the elevator. Okay. So I walk down that hallway, and I hear voices coming out of this room, <laughs> and I go stand in front of the doorway, and there's John Hughes and Barney T Bonnie Timmerman, the casting director, and a guy I was understudying in a play at the time in the middle of his audition. And I'm standing there in front of the door. I'm standing there in the doorway, and they all look up, and the the actor goes, "Grant," and then they're they're like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm like, "I I, I already read, but I didn't get a call back, but I th really think I'm right for it and everything." And they they all look at me, and they and they just go, "Wait outside." <laughs> so I went to the waiting room, they're calling security. And, and, and the guy at the desk, you know, is like looking at me, and I go, "I go, I'm sorry," and he goes, "Hey, you gotta, you know, you got in." So, oh my God. so Bonnie Timmerman, the casting director, comes out and she goes like that. Uh huh. Like, take, come on in. Yep, come on in. With take, the finger. With the finger. Okay. Take, takes me into the room, and it's me and her and John Hughes. Oh my God. And they let me read. And I bombed. Oh no. <laughs> like, after all that, the worst audition you've ever seen in your life. Really? Because I think at that point, I was so. You know, it was such an outer body experience. I just couldn't get back oh, into my body. <laughs> wow, that's that's up there with uh, <laughs> who dressed as Catwoman? Uh, Sean Young dressed as Catwoman. Oh well, like, like, doesn't she daily? <laughs> <laughs> but she wanted to be Catwoman. I think she dressed and then actually stormed the studio. Well, Grant, I know you have to leave. You have more important people to hang out with. Not at all. I could be here all day. You guys don't, are that don't so have much a microphone. Fun. You're about to be with people that don't have a microphone in front of you. You can just have an intimate conversation. Uh, this was, couldn't have been more relaxing. Oh, great. And enjoyable. Great. It's good to hear that. Well, uh, Grant, thank you for being here. And, uh, you know, we're going to lead into our regrettable stories. All right, go. Thank See you, guys. Grant. <laughs> thank, thank you, Grant. guys. We've never had that happen before where somebody opens up. Give me a huggy. All right, give me a huggy. All right. I'm, somebody, somebody people tell me I'm not a hugger. I'm a hugger. I like hugging. He's a good hugger, too. Thank you, Grant. You just got applause. You didn't hear it. Yay. You don't have your headphones on. Grant Thank Shaw. You, Grant. I would say go to grantshaw.com. But I don't have one. He doesn't have anything. <laughs> if you want to get a hold of him, just go outside of his window and yell up to the sixth floor and go, hey, I'm here. That's about it. He'll just throw the keys down, and that's how you communicate with Grant Shaw. He's the worst. No Twittering, no Facebook. So when he when he was our guest on the show, I said to myself, we're not going to get one more follower to our show from having Grant on. This is just to hang out. Because he, he actually was supposed to come up to see us two days in a row, Monday and Tuesday. I never brought this up on the air because it would be uncomfortable. But he, he, he bounced my kids. He didn't come. He didn't show up. One was over. He even pulled the dead dog. Dead dog. What? What is that? Dog. Her sister's dog was being put to sleep. He pulled that one on. Was it a lie? 
Huh? Was it a lie? No, nah, I don't think it was a lie because he had a whole story. Dog fell off the bed, inner inner bleeding. <laughs> so he actually had me. Okay, that's legitimate. No, it was it was full legitimate. Yeah. And the day before it was another story. But anyway, you made me super nervous about like why? I couldn't even look him in the eye because you were like he's gonna fall in love with you, and I was like <laughs> I got you? so like nervous about where I was like I don't want to make too much eye contact. I don't really know what to do. I don't really. Do you actually had the moment of in your mind going? I don't want him to fall in love with no, me. No, I just didn't know how to res- like. I didn't know how to be. I because I get real. No. I didn't mean it like that. Yeah, I, I know. meant it like you are the type of spirit. Did you see how he did respond to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He told me to switch chairs with you. He's one of my best friends. Oh, I, I just get a- super shy. You, you'll know that if like now that I'm single, if I go, I get really shy and don't even know how to act around people. Like when it's around like, men, around men when there's women, you're fine. Oh yeah, and, and me, guys that I want to be friends with, I'm cool. But <laughs> yeah. if it's like there might like I don't even know if. I- what, see, 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 see what happens. Well, you can't even speak now that he's been in the room? He's not even here anymore. Well, it's not like I'm saying I want to date him or anything. I, I just... know that. I know. You said he's too old. Regrets. <laughs> regrets. Do you ever regret of telling me things? Do you ever have those regrets? Often. Oh, like, like that he was too old? You'll regret that now? I've had a few. Listen to my new voice of no smoking. By the way, that was an intervention for me a few weeks ago. Really? Who when did I sang it? here and with my smoky voice, oh. that's not the voice I'm going for. All right, oh. I want to be able to belt out my old tunes. <laughs> when 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 Lay Miz opens in December, I'm going to be <laughs> front line, front line, baby. Is it sing? a sing along? I'm not sure <laughs> it's a sing along. I was going to be. It's not a sing along. I'm going to make it into one, Joel. <laughs> I am going to be there. I'm going to dress as Javert. You know, listen, they always do this with Star Wars characters. They, you know, they, you show up and you're an Ewok. I'm going to go be a character from Les Mis. I'm going to, you know, put soot on my face. And I'm going to show up and I'm going to sing. And now I'm going to sing without smoke in my, you know, I don't smoke that much. Congratulations. But, I, but I'm just, you know, it's I haven't had any now in a little few days. And I'm already feeling like my voice is going to come back. I'm going to be able to not only do Javert. He's easy when you smoke. Well, Jean, at last, <coughs> I see each other play. <laughs> but now I'm going to do Marius, who's the young dude. Cool. I could sing along with everyone. I could be Fontaine by the end of the week. With no, <laughs> with no. Uh, he took my childhood in his stride. No, maybe not. I no. so don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I know that the play and stuff. Are, Fontaine is yeah. the mother who sings the most uh, unbelievable song. Don't, I will literally cry if I think about that song. And he was gone when autumn came, and now I dream he'll come to me. Fill my days with endless wonder. It's just a beautiful song. Yeah, I guess who beautiful. plays that? Anne Hathaway. So if you add the looks. She can sing? No. She's an incredible singer. Hmm. That's awesome. And then, and then you're, you're, I'm sure your buddy uh, Wolverine, he's the lead. Wolverine's the Hugh lead. Hugh Jackman's a great He's musical a theater great guy. great musical theater guy, Amazing. and I bet you have the hots for him. Oh, yeah. If he was in here, it would be full-on projectile oh, I'd vomiting. I'd naked. <laughs> <laughs> naked and vomiting. Shine is out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Wolverine. You can stab me anytime. The better. Stab a few times. What? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, she's the love message. Stab a few times. So anyway, yeah. Um, Regrets. Well, we'll have to get to it because we only have a couple minutes. Oh. I did want to tell a story about uh, a time that I regret in show business. I have a few of them, unfortunately. Right it's now. probably why I do podcasts for free. 
It's because I have done some regrettable things. You have a most embarrassing story, a Showtime story? I have many of them. (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, I think I have more than most people. And I do believe, a lot of people have said to me, why don't you have a sitcom by now? You know, I do get that a lot. You know, they see my stand-up show, they see how long I've been around, still bringing it, right? (laughs) Still bringing it. The old guy's got, got some new tricks. And I bring it, and people go, why don't you have a sitcom by now? I never had a sitcom. And uh, I think one of the reasons is I do some stupid things. And I guess I would regret them. I told you that, you know, I'd show up for a movie. I'm the star, one of the stars of uh, Safe House with Patrick Stewart. And I, what do I do? I'm an annoying comedian on the set. Instead of just showing up, I'm with the regal Shakespearean actor. He's like doing uh, all the Shakespeare... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's King Lear last week, and now he's in a movie with me. I play his best friend. Yeah. So, you know, instead of like, and I go, I think I can imitate him. Now, who thinks that when they show up as an actor on a set? You know, you show up, <laughs> you, you, most actors, you go, I've got my lines down. I'm really into my character, and I'm going, I'll imitate him to his face. <laughs> <laughs> who thinks like that? This is why I shoot myself in the foot. Comedians. But, but that's why you're a comedian. I don't want to always be a comedian. I want to go to, to fly and all over the country all the time. I want to do some movies. Actor? I want to do. So I am a real actor. I started. As a real actor. <laughs> I started as a real. Want to be a real boy. I want to be real. I want to. I listen. I did plays when I was a kid, and that I'll, doesn't count. We'll get to those too. <laughs> but it does. What no, do you mean it doesn't count? It doesn't count. Then who is an actor? I studied with the, some of the finest. That starts counting, and when you book professional acting jobs. Oh, so that's not the co-star of a movie? <laughs> no, that's it a is. Professional... I believe... Yeah, I totally Okay, that's agree. a professional part? Totally for sure. I've had some other ones, too. Scream 2. Do I need to go through my <laughs> my list, my long list, my resume? I have some movies that I regret that I will get to after the break. <laughs> but do they count? Even if they were the worst movie ever made? Yeah. That counts? Yeah. I was paid? Yeah, that counts. Well, I was paid to be in this movie, and that's what I'm saying is I think that there's something self sabotage or something wrong with me that I would actually think to myself, this is going to go over well with this guy who I don't even know. <laughs> so, well, I'll develop an impression of him and go right up to him and do it. <laughs> and they keep doing it the entire time we're filming together for an entire month. Keep doing it, Craig. That's a great idea. There would have been a time for such a word. Is, is that Patrick, Patrick Stewart being very serious in Macbeth? Oh, he's in Macbeth. Yeah. Oh, see? Yeah, he's doing Macbeth. By the way, I told a story about him uh-huh. on the radio. And then they played me back, them interviewing him when he's promoting King Lear. So they played him the interview with me talking about him doing a mangina. I asked him, I asked him if he ever, I said, Patrick, in England, I was trying to loosen him up. I said, did you ever take your jewels and you tuck them, you're naked, you, you tuck them back by your rear end, they disappear like signs of the lambs. I said, you ever give yourself a mangina? Yes, Craig, I've done a mangina. <laughs> Everybody has. If you're naked in bed, one leg goes over. You have a mangina. <laughs> did you have a lead-in sentence to that, or did you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. The lead-in was, you know, when you're in England, when you're growing up, <laughs> I was trying to have him be one of me. You know what I mean? I'm trying to bring him into Philly. You know, he's in Hollywood. I know it's Hollywood. But I'm a Philly guy. And I'm going, this is what we used to do. And that's why they think Americans are stupid. <laughs> yes, they do. I'm supposed to be studying my Shakespeare lines. So I asked him about the Mangina and then Rocket Man. I said, have you ever done Rocket Man? And he goes, what's Rocket Man, Craig? I'm intrigued. 
<laughs> and I go, well, if you're circumcised, you, you tuck it back into the laundry. <laughs> and it disappears. You have no more penis. Right? And it goes back in. And then you go five, four, three, two. And it comes back up. <laughs> Not and that used to, fast. Oh, yes, very fast. I would show you right now if we knew each other one more month. I, will <laughs> I will give it one more month. Something okay. to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> One more month, I will show you Rocket Man. Don't know if I can still do it the same as I could when I was a kid with a smaller penis, but it was more of a firecracker man. But, uh, you know, when, you, when you're a kid, you experiment. You, you do all sorts of things, puppetry of the penis. This is what you do. You make a mushroom, you know, a toadstool. You know, you got all that stuff going on. Well, one of the things is Rocket Man. So I said, you ever do that? One, two, three. He goes, let's go home and do Rocket Man. Engage! <laughs> right? This is great. I got the guy where I want him now. It's after a month of like, you know, he wasn't digging, you know, I'm doing the impressions of him. Like one time I didn't think he was there and this cameraman actually goosed me. And I turned to him and said, I'm going to touch your pecker. <laughs> and all of a sudden his bald head pops out. I heard that, Craig. <laughs> he goes, and then he says to me, go do your little comedy skit elsewhere in El Segundo or wherever you go. Oh. oh. That's harsh. And so, by the way, I've never, I never heard of El Segundo until that day. And now every day that I go to El Segundo, which I will be down at the Comedy Magic Club in Hermosa in November at Thanksgiving weekend, every time I pass it, I go, El Segundo! <laughs> I can never say, see that town's name without thinking of Patrick Stewart told me to do my little skit in El Segundo! Oh. Engage! So anyway, I, that's one of my regrets. And now here's how I regret it. This, this uh, radio show, they decide uh, that, that he's doing his King Lear. Now, you do these phoners. I'm doing a lot of them right now to promote my Showtime special. Mm -hmm. So you just bang out the phones. You don't even know who you're talking to. It's like some morning wacky zoo thing going on. They got monkeys. You don't even know idea. Sound effects. You know, have no idea who you're calling. They could be whacking you off. You have no idea. You know what I mean? Like, eh, this guy's an ass. And, you know, they, like rolling right. their eyes. You have no idea. You're just on the phone. So he's on the phone, and he's real serious. On TBS, King Lear. And they go, this is, this is what I heard. So they played this back for me. Patrick, welcome to the show. Have you ever heard of an actor named Craig Shoemaker? Yes, I know Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> they played the Mangina thing. Oh. He's trying to go, so I, I couldn't wait my whole life. I wanted to play King Lear. Did you really do Rocket Man? <laughs> oh, did he own up to it? He would just go, that Craig is quite a kidder. I think he's playing in El Segundo. <laughs> Wait, so that was recorded, your conversation? Yes, I was on radio. No, oh, I was okay. on radio. I, was I on told set. the radio guys the story. The oh, same story right, I just right, told right. you. Yeah, yeah. So just imagine as a joke, you're now talking to Patrick Stewart, who's trying to promote his Shakespeare on TBS, and then you replay what I just told you about <laughs> El Segundo, Rocket Man, and so forth. That's and, so and, and Mangina. Yeah. And he, they're playing this as he's trying to promote. Uh, it, so picture yourself. You have all these little notes that you've given yourself. What you're gonna, the points that you're going to get to with these DJs all throughout the country. And these guys suddenly throw you a major curveball. First of all, do you remember Craig Shoemaker? <laughs> That's a curveball. Yeah, were you so relieved when he said yes? <laughs> well, he barely said yes. Yeah, it was a hurts. hesitation. Yes. Yeah. I know Craig. Because he he's quite a kidder. Call me a kidder. <laughs> so, so, 
So anyway, I, I, there are certain uh, relationships that I've had in Hollywood, certain stories that have happened that, yes, I would say that I regret them. You know, the Magic Johnson show, I would say that there are things that have happened on that show that I, I might regret. I don't know if you're familiar with that situation. <laughs> Well, you've, yeah, what I happened? told you about what you happened? You told me a little bit about what happened. Well, uh, now, talk about regrets. I have talked about this on the air all throughout the country, even on stage a little bit, about this thing that I tried to take lemons and turn, it, turn them into an orchard. That's how crazy <laughs> maker thinks. And I had a lot of lemons in this one. This was like I could have had a lemonade stand from here to Alaska as many lemons as I was given in this particular situation. I left my own TV show and went over to be co-host of the Magic Johnson show. Okay. Not the guy that just is Ed McMahon. You know who that is? Yeah. Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson show where you sit there and ho, 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 Johnny. Yeah. Ho, 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 Magic. You're a kidder. So I was supposed to actually tell him jokes. So here's what happened they brought it they started the panic we do these practice shows and I'm so excited I go in that Craig world of denial that's you know put me in coach I'm one of those guys put me in I'll make this thing in a great I'm gonna make this thing I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this thing over the top this is what I'm thinking <laughs> myself yeah I turned into the 20 over the top kid over the top see that's see <laughs> I, got, I got I got chops see I got comedy chops I know how to take this thing over the top there's no obstacle too high are you Cagney? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Fill in whatever character I'm doing right now. I have no idea what I'm doing, but most of the time. So anyway, <laughs> I uh, so I, I'm backstage, right? And they and or we're rehearsing, and they're panicking. And they said, "Uh oh!" They now hire these writers. They panic from the Tonight Show. Now, not the Leno Tonight Show. This is like 1997. They brought in. Johnny Carson writers with members only jacket and mullet cuts. Oh. These are going to be my head writers. And I called the guy Slingblade because he had this jutted out jaw. <laughs> and I'd say, Slingblade, I can't tell these jokes. These are really, these are not good jokes. I said, I will get booed. And this is a quote. He turns to me and goes, mm, My boo is as good as a laugh. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Johnny loved to be booed. Mm -hmm. I'm going, um, Johnny Carson wants to be booed. He's a legend. I don't want to be booed. I don't know how to handle a boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good for me. I don't have the take that Johnny has turned to Doc Severinsen into a trumpet sound. I don't have that option. I got Sheila E. over here who doesn't know who I am either. And Magic Johnson to, to bail me out. So I swear to you this is true. I'm backstage. Sling Blade also writes. They said, you must tell these jokes. You talk to Magic. You are doing the monologue to him sitting down. Kind of a cool concept. Mm -hmm. He responds. Now, let me just describe. I'm backstage. Can't wait to go on. Premier episode. Fox. Big studio where Arsenio used to be. I'm so excited. I'm just picture me. Little Craig Shoemaker's backstage. I'm going to get revenge on all the girls that wouldn't go to the prom with me. <laughs> it's a very long list. And they're going to go, there he is. Craig Shoemaker's on the Magic Hour. I so regret not getting a new dress and going to the prom with him. This is what I'm thinking backstage. I'm going to get some revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the intro that Magic says for me. I just won all these awards, and Sling Blade wrote the following introduction. The screaming crowd for Magic Johnson. Sheila E's in the house, banging on bongos. Hear that? Cheers. Magic! Now he does his monologue, okay? Not known for the... Are you ready for magic? Yeah, they're ready for magic. They're not ready for me. They have no idea who I am. 
So here's their first intro to me, whitest man in the room, mostly urban crowd. He goes, all right, everybody, let's get the show started with my co-host. Now, here's a guy nobody would shower with. <laughs> Craig <What>? Shoemaker. <laughs> now, you see what? your reaction? Okay, you're saying what? I'm back in a, behind a partition saying the same thing. That's not going to get the girls to regret not going to the prom with me if nobody would shower with them. What kind of an intro is that? What does that even mean? What I don't does know that what even it means. mean? It's not like you have a reputation as a comic of being a dirty, like, smelly guy. Here he is. Nobody would shower with Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> and I had a pause where I actually went, can we take that again? But I have no power. I was actually going to ask them, can we come up with something different? That was not a good surprise for me. Yeah, it doesn't So make I come any bounding sense. out. Now, mostly urban crowd, get this, okay? And I am very white. You can tune me in right now, toadopnetwork.com, if you want to see what I look like. And I have a bounce walk. Everybody's done that my whole life. They give it the same music. Same music, no matter kindergarten, all the way through college. And I'm trying not to do that stupid bounce piston walk where my head enters the room two minutes before the rest of my heels. <laughs> so anyway, I sit next to him. This joke was written for me. Now, Magic knows basketball, so he's opening. Oh, Craig, how about that Bulls game? I said, Magic, I haven't seen a beating like that caught on tape since Rodney King. <gasps> oh, my God. Look at, your, look at how you just responded. <laughs> Abu is as good as a laugh. Mm. <laughs> Abu, how about a gasp? <laughs> you see oh. Sarah's gasp? Multiply that times urban crowd gasp. Oh, no. <laughs> just just was in a gospel church gasp and what heard something about the devil. What they... Heard something about the devil, and it was a gasp where oxygen masks popped out of that ceiling. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> so now I'm sitting there in front of this. So just picture this. Little Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> I don't know what to do. How do I get out of this one? <laughs> Maybe Magic will help me. He's known for the assist in basketball. <laughs> Maybe he'll throw me the comedy ball and help me out here. And I'm like looking at him going, you're black. I'm not. Save me. Help me with your people. They're about to kill me. I just said a Rodney King joke and it wasn't hard. <laughs> and I wanted to tell them that's not my joke. I did not write a sling blade wrote that. He's whiter than I am. I wanted to throw. Please. So this is the first words out of my mouth. Instead of helping me out, he goes, oh, Craig, you are bad. Remember about it. That was Craig, the co-host, not me. No. Oh, yeah. And I went, oh, come on. And he never wanted to look bad. That was his thing. He doesn't want to look bad. So he goes, every time I would tell a joke about a celebrity, then he had me followed up with a Madonna promiscuity joke. Uh, right? And, and he would just, every time a celebrity was mentioned, because he wanted them on his show and he wants to be liked, he would go, oh, Craig, you are bad. Now he's not going to come on the show. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, that ain't the reason. If you could pronounce the movie, they're starring. Michael Clark Duncan was in Armageddon. Not exaggerated. He's reading the cue card going, Now, up next from the movie, I'm a gadoo da <laughs> Now, here he is from I'm a gadoo da I'm a gadoo da Oh, Craig. How do you say that word? I say, just say it to the world. It's the end of my life, end of my uh, career. I wonder what their tactic was for you. Like, what were they trying to get out of you? 
the reviewers said stuff like he looks like a pizza delivery guy waiting for a tip. These are the reviews I got. This was not part of my dream. Opening episode was Arnold Schwarzenegger and Magic Johnson. I'm little Craig Shoemaker sitting next to legends. Then I realized I have to be the UN translator for this ass kiss fest. They just kissed up to each other in that Hollywood, word for word. Arnold, the reason I had you as a guest on my premiere talk show, you make a lot of money for a lot of the needy people. Folks, don't he give it up for the needy people? No, Magic, you're the one who give all the money back. <laughs> no, no, you got the age awareness, the Magic Johnson theater in the hood there in California. Oh, come on, Arnold. You're the one with them Special Olympics. How about those needy kids? And I'm sitting there thinking, how am I going to blend in? <laughs> so I lean over. I almost gave a buck to a homeless guy. He didn't have change for a 10. Oh, Craig. <laughs> you are bad. Now the homeless guy's not going to come on the show. <laughs> wow. We're coming back with stories uh, about regret. What better, what, what better way to bring in the, the frivolity, the, the, the levity, the humor, than to talk about our regrettable stories? Exactly. I'm not the only one with them. You call us at 323, whatever our number is. I'll get back to you. <laughs> We're going to take a little break. Coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. A great website if you are in the market for gift-giving, redenvelope.com. They have over 300 unique and inspired new products along with their classic favorites that are going to make gift-giving very, very easy. All you have to do is go to redenvelope.com, enter Heidi and Frank at the checkout, and save 20%. Hey, parents. If your child's birthday is right around the corner, then listen up. Birthdayexpress.com has you covered with everything you need to make the next birthday the best one ever. From favors and treats to balloons, games, and decorations. Even better, go to birthdayexpress.com today. Use promo code HARDY and get 15% off everything. Birthday Express also has an enormous selection of themes, including brands like Angry Birds, The Avengers, and Dr. Seuss. Just go to birthdayexpress.com today and use code PARTY for 15% off. That's birthdayexpress.com. Promo code PARTY. Stop just dreaming about a brighter future. Go after it. If you're a technical thinker with the ambition to pursue your education, look to a leader in technology education. ITT Technical Institute. Call 1-800-741-5123. ITT Tech teaches skills and knowledge that can be used to pursue entry-level careers in our technology-driven culture. And ITT Tech is geared towards helping students pursue their goals. Instruction is designed to include practical, hands-on applications. For most full-time students, classes meet just three days a week, which can help make it easier for you to work and meet the other demands of life. Would pursuing a technology-related education align with your personal goals? Then call for an ITT Tech brochure at 1-800-741-5123. Call ITT Tech at 1-800-741-5123. Classes are forming now, so call ITT Tech, 1-800-741-5123. Are you an inventor? Or do you know an inventor who would like to attempt to have an idea or invention patented and submitted to industry? For free information on how to get started, call InventHelp toll-free at 1-800-762-7000. InventHelp is America's largest invention company. Their referrals have helped inventors secure more than 7,000 patents, and they can provide free inventors' information for you. Find out how to record your invention's date of origination and get an informative brochure and other material of interest to new inventors. Get started by calling 1-800-762-7000. 
Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product, you'll want to get this free inventor's information from InventHelp. Find out how to try to patent your invention and submit it to industry. Call now to get your free inventor's information. Call 1-800-762-7000. That's 1-800-762-7000. This is your old PBX phone system. I won't be in today. I'm feeling kind of pricey. My hardware's acting up, and I got this big hole where my features should be, and I'm tired. I think I just need to lay here today, okay? Bye. Switch to Ring Central for a cloud-based phone system. There's no hardware to set up. It's loaded with features like smartphone and tablet management, and it's priced from $19.99 a month per user with unlimited calling. Ring Central. Phone systems reimagined. Sign up for a free trial at ringcentral.com. Hello? Hi, is this Steve Bostick, president of Right Size Smoothies? Yes, are you calling about the free two-week trial? Well, so I already got the free trial. In fact, I've lost a ton of weight with your smoothies. Wow, that's great news. But now I have a problem I never thought I'd have. I can't stop losing weight. But I don't want to stop drinking your smoothies. I love them. Well, here's one thing you can do. Only drink one smoothie a day. That way you won't cut as many calories. And if you ever need to lose weight again, you can always drink more smoothies. With delicious right-sized smoothies, you'll love losing weight. So to get you started, we're offering anyone who calls today a free two-week trial of our powerful weight loss smoothies. You can even get free shipping. Call 1-800-644-1751. Try Right Size Smoothies free for two full weeks. And we'll also send you our best-selling blender bottle absolutely free. Call 1-800-644-1751. Ask how you can even get free shipping. That's 1-800-644-1751. 1-800-644-1751. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. Eight ninety-five to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Live. Live from the Toad Hop Network Studios. In Hollywood. This. this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. That's right. Toad Hop Network. Am I on now? ToadHopNetwork.com brings you our show. Absolutely free. So I would like to ask our listeners to maybe help us out a little bit. Give us a quarter, 50 cents. <laughs> I don't mean literally mail it in. There's a way you can do this. If you go to Amazon.com, which many people do, you can help us maybe get a couple dollars. Here's Ileana's eating a banana. <laughs> you know, we're down to bananas here. <laughs> that we're, like, taking from people. You know, I have to, like, reach into my pocket and uh, tip, tip out like Joel's my waiter. <laughs> so this is what's happening. We don't make money doing a podcast. This is for free. So, uh, you know, let's let's spread out. Now that we have a whole, our election cycle is over, we can relax and we can participate in helping one another unite our country. That might be a little heavy for this, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, look, you have everything from TVs to baby diapers to uh, customer service. I mean, look, there's a lot that happens at Amazon.com. So if you're buying something through the Amazon banner, you go to the ToadHopNetwork.com webpage. Amazon will kick us back a small percentage. I'm sure it's very small, but that's okay. <laughs> I will take anything. Okay, just for you, just for us sending you that way. So, so give me a little, a little power, a little something here. Just uh, help us out. Bunch of starving artists over here. I'm not talking about me. 
Okay, I make a little bit of money. I lose every bit of it and divorce and all that, but that's okay. I'm not talking about me. But I do have to take money out of my pocket to pay everyone else here. we got three people here. Ileana what? Rose, Sarah Sweet. What, I haven't gotten you some work? That's true. <laughs> Thousands of dollars for you. Let's not talk about that little missy. <laughs> Shut down. Joel, though. Keep reading. Joel, Joel. <laughs> Joel, however, and Ileana, not getting paid, okay? So the next time, and Sarah doesn't either, all right? So she'll be third in line, but still. It's <laughs> uh, the way it works around here. Whoever becomes my favorite might get the money first. So the next time, at no cost to you, you shop online, think Amazon, and think about our banner at the toadhopnetwork.com show page and help us out a little. Okay, there's my... Uh, that's pretty easy, actually. That's awesome. They all they mm -hmm. like when they're buying on Amazon, yeah. they just go through our page. Yeah, that's exactly. Rad. Go to toadhopnetwork.com. Also, go to the Craig Shoemaker Show. We have our own page now. I'm very excited about it. We can do all sorts of things, have have fun, and you can post your comments. You can ask us questions. If you hear that we have a guest coming up, which we have, D.L. Hughley is coming up. Paul Williams is coming up. Uh, who else? Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Are you kidding? Mace Windu's stopping in. Uh, Sure. She was also Samuel L. Jackson. What's in that? Case people don't know that. That's right. <laughs> Same Mace, guy. Mace Windu. From, <laughs> it's interesting. Uh, you know, I have all, all these old friends. Like He's one of them. I've known him for a really long time. As a matter of fact, in the Magic Johnson show, what I was talking about, I had Samuel Jackson come on to save my job. On Thursday, by Wednesday on the Magic Johnson show when I was hosting, I was in a panic because they, were, uh, they took me off the show on the third day. Mag, uh, that magic goes, all right, we'll be back after this. And apparently that didn't include me because they, they walked on stage in the commercial break and they said, uh, the people upstairs decide you're going to be off the couch now. Uh, the people upstairs, what is that, a horror film? <laughs> you know, with guys in ties? <laughs> the people upstairs, destroying your career. So they literally took me off. And I'm looking at him, magic, maybe it'll help me out here. You know, it's the commercial break. He's glazed over the cue card. I'm a good dude to da to do. <laughs> so they took me off, and I go, uh-oh, I'm in trouble here. So I, I called Sam and S Sam Jackson, and I said, listen, um, I got it. You know, their guests are canceling tomorrow. Our lead guest is Suzanne Summers with a new thigh master. This is week one. <laughs> oh you know, so all the A-list people, the publicists are all calling each other. No, 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 don't do the show. <laughs> So, and I'm off the couch. I said, here's my way back on. I called Sam Jackson. I said, Sam, you know, help me out of here. And he goes, yeah, okay, sure. So I said, well, make it a surprise that you're the surprise guest. So I, like, coordinated it, like, produced it. I got a, a hold of the producers. I said, don't tell Magic. We're going to have Sam come out and give him a golf lesson because Sam just got back from Bermuda and golfing. <laughs> I had a whole thing planned. And it went great. Did it? All of a sudden, you know, I, I go, you know, you need a golf lesson. Did it, did it, did it, playing the Pulp Fiction music, you know. Yeah. And he comes he comes out, and it's all good. The three of us are, like, bonding. Hey, this is great. And then he took me off the couch. Oh, <laughs> he did. He kept you. Yeah, they, they what still. What were their they reasons still, for that? I don't even know. They had all these reasons. They were kind of blaming me for the show's uh, lack of uh, success, shall we say. <laughs> so uh, it was one of those times where I had my own show on VH1 at the time, and I might regret taking this one, but I have had other ones that are worse. What? No way. Worse. Do tell. When I was in, and that was 91, we invaded Iraq, right? So leave it to, um, okay. I don't know, we were like in third grade. <laughs> I was in kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> At least you were alive. I'm not going back to World War II. You know, WW2 when we were in Normandy in a pontoon 
You might remember that. No, I'm talking about 91. It's yeah. not that big of a stretch. Whoa. Okay. Well, what do you mean? Whoa. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm here. I'm with you. Why all of a sudden do I feel like I need yeah. an AARP card in this room? <laughs> this is unbelievable. I feel like I'm going to get an early bird special. <laughs> so listen, here's what happened. In 91, do I have to go through history now? We invaded Iraq. Okay. okay? There was an oil thing. It was Kuwait. Check. Actually. Okay. Kuwait was okay. invaded by Iraq. We went over and helped Kuwait. So Hollywood, in the B-movie realm, a man decides, I'm going to write a movie about this. Oh. He had, uh, what happened was he had shots already that he purchased for like $12 of like fighter jets. Okay. Okay. So he's got the shots. So he goes, I'll make a movie about the Iraq invasion and combine it so it'll be current and I will add pornography. What? Okay. So he, this is what he's thinking. So he writes this script probably on his toilet in about 20 minutes. He's a visionary. Okay? <laughs> this script was about a 20 minute script. So let me tell you a little denial, Craig. So the word gets out, partial nudity is what it says in the little description. So you're going to go audition. And I'm going, I need, I need to have a reel. I'm in Hollywood now. It's brand new to Hollywood. I need a reel. And they're not going to go with my stuff from Philadelphia where I played a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bed on a show. Okay. I'll get back to that another time. Yeah. It's called Saturday Night Dead. I played a lot of characters. <laughs> I was the voices. I was played all these characters. I was a monster. I was a toothless guy. I was a genie. Whatever they wanted for that week, I can't use this in my Hollywood reel. Right. You know, the one, the shot of me in the studio, KYW Studios in Philadelphia, not going to happen in Hollywood. I need Hollywood acting reel. Okay. So I'm going, I'm going to go in on this. So I went in. I heard about it non-union but i'm in the union i said eh, maybe i'll spell my name with a u <laughs> because i still want the craig shoemaker name in there but i but i can't do the sag thing so i'll admit it i'm doing something semi-illegal and scabby but i don't care because i need a reel so uh any all my other parts were cut out i was in taps i was in blowout that's how you got your card yeah i so the, but i was always on the cutting room floor with these witness i was in the movie witness you see my chest uh -huh. It's not going to work. <laughs> You're not going to go, wow, it's a hell of a chest. I need to cast him. I need a reel. Yeah. So I'm going, I will take this lousy script and I will make it great with my skills. <laughs> this is my little denial. This is a little Craig <laughs> yeah, Schumacher. Right. This is how I think. So I'm looking at this and I auditioned. They gave me the part. Not only did they give me the part, but I get to wear navy whites because oh. I am the head. And my mother will finally be proud of me. She always wanted me to go to Annapolis and be part of you know, the navy and now she dated Navy guys when I was growing up. And now my mother will see me in my whites, even though I'm acting. But so uh, uh, here I am. So I'm looking at this. I'm going, I can't believe I have this part. I'm the lead. Now here's the storyline. Okay. okay. Just understand. We just invaded Kuwait. So now they quickly made this story. The movie was named Tomcat Angels. Really? Now I think you can f pretty much figure out from the title. That this is not going In to be a masterpiece. Of what? I think this is a better way to introduce Tom what the story Cat was. Angels. Troma Team Video presents a daring new <laughs> film where the post-Cold War world is threatened by terrorists. <laughs> the beautiful angels, highly trained fighter pilots, protect the YouTube? free world from danger. This is the, the trailer. This is Tom the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Naked, raw power, and high-tech flying adventure <laughs> that grabs you and never lets you go. A unique blend of action in the clouds and between the sheets. Oh, yes. 
blood and guts, torture and sex, all at the speed of sound. <laughs> Tom Cat Angels. Ripped from today's headlines, when one of the Tomcat Angels is captured over enemy lines, the rest of the Tomcat Angels fly a daring rescue mission into the enemy hellholes. High-flying dogfights. In your face, chasing desert tank torture. In the air, on the land, and in the sea. If you like women in uniform and out, you've got to see Tomcat Angels. Now, that oh. describes it far better than God. I ever could. That wow. says it right there. Between Mother must the have sheets. Been so proud. I'm not to that part yet. Mother's proudness. Oh God. That's amazing. Pride. So, by the way, all those shots that they're talking about, you know, the sea and the, uh, and the ships and all that kind of stuff, they basically, for $12, bought a bunch of footage from other movies that was, like, on the cutting room floor. <laughs> and, by the way, for a tarmac, for where, where our... Where our planes supposedly were, uh-huh. because I'm I'm leading this mission. I was T.J. Nash, <laughs> T.J. Nash. I was the leader of this mission of the Tomcat Angels, all female group of fighter pilots, and I'm their leader. We're on a tarmac running to the planes. Do you know what they did for the planes? I've never heard of this before. They shot with a camera through glass. Okay, so we're just running on a regular street, uh, a street in the mountains of Valencia, California. Yeah. We're just running. But then in the afterwards, in the post, you know what they did? They shot it through this glass, and they drew in, like Winky Dink, they drew in planes. Oh, wow. So we're like, they, they would go, you got to go to the left a little bit. They're like yelling out, to, go to the left a little bit, because it's a little plane, and now it looks like a big plane that we're running up to. Oh, so it's like a p- plane painted on glass? Pain, play, uh, uh, the little plane is painted <laughs> on the glass, and then they shoot it. Like you're on this Iraqi tarmac, running, running from the enemy. And so they kept getting all these. They kept, the it didn't look good. It, it looked like something from my son's, you know, my third, my three-year-old yeah. would draw these little planes on there, like JJ the jet plane. That's what it looked like. It looked like a little cartoon of a plane, and but they drew it on there, and that's what you have to see. So this is really. Can I just say a little low budget? Yeah. Okay, but I don't care because I'm going to get some film out of it. And what I said to myself is, I don't care how bad these actresses are. Because they only wanted actresses that were going to be stripping and having sex. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Of which I said to myself, I will raise the level here. Okay? With all of my training yeah, okay. back in New York and Philadelphia, I will raise the level or cut them out. <laughs> I'll do yeah. my own editing. For when I need to have a monologue, we're going to land that ship on that, on that big old football field. <laughs> and we're going to take them out. And here's what the storyline was. My lover, of which we show a little love scene, my lover gets captured by Saddam Hussein himself. <laughs> okay? And becomes his love pet in an Iraqi prison that is far out in the desert. He becomes the love pet, and we have to go, I have to bring the other naked women in to go get him. To go get him and save my girl. Seduce him? No, I don't seduce him. No, the, uh, the naked girls? She's, all, she's having sex with Saddam Hussein after she had sex with me, so I'm already pissed. Oh. She's being raped. All right? Gross. What's that? So now raped. they're in this Iraqi prison, and we have to break in. And, and you know how we have to break in to get them? Tomcat angels. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They had to unzip. <laughs> By the way, before we what? go on the mission, everybody had sex. Everybody had sex. So now I will tell orgy? you one. Huh? An orgy? No, no. We all they had different scenes that they set up. One they met at a 
you know, like a uh, little fighter pilot party, <laughs> and then they end up having sex. Me and my girl, I'm in my navy whites. Just to be clear, was this an actual porn? No, it's not porn, and they don't say that it is. It's an actual movie. Yeah, but do you actually do you have hear to have the sex? promo? But do you actually have sex when you're making it? I'm about to tell that. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll wait. Remember, the title of this next seg segment is Regrets. I <laughs> <laughs> will tell you what happened. Sarah is, I will, you know how I read Sarah? She's going to love this part because it's disgusting at the, same <laughs> time. at the same time. It's really vile, but it's also a little bit of a turn on because she's a little sick too. She, she vacillates from spiritual to sick in a very, very fast and easy way. Oh, it's just so, expressions of my full self. Okay, this is your full self is going to love this. I'm going to direct this story just to you and watch your eyes avert oh, mine. All right, I won't look at you. So this really good-looking actress, Carrie Denise, right? She's that's probably her phony name. You know how they have strip names? Yeah. yeah. That's what we had to do in this movie. You Nobody can be proud enough to have their real name except for except Katie for and you. Me. Except <laughs> who's just she putting a U you. in the <laughs> like that's going to change everything. Okay, everyone else has a phony name because mm -hmm. I think they got them. They recruited them from strip clubs and stuff like that. These are women that are willing to be full on naked, not a little bit, no topless. Oh my God. And it's not like you're saying, you know, to Sharon Stone, here, show your beaver. This is a big movie with Michael <laughs> Douglas. This is, it's not like you're doing that. This is art. We have Paul Verhoeven as the director who's from RoboCop, and he now wants to do you in Final Instinct, whatever it's called. No, this is basic. It's, that's not what this is. This is basically the reading the script and going, no, it's soft porn, but I need money. Yeah. And me, I'm not going money. I'm going, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get a reel. I'm going to get my acting reel and send it out. This is my denial. <laughs> so now, now sex scene time. Okay, so Carrie, Carrie and I get together. Now this is when I will uh, probably go downhill in Sarah's book, okay? <laughs> I understand this is 91. I'm a bit of a Lothario, okay? Uh, that's a big word. I, I said to a Lothario, a pig. <laughs> bit of a pig, I will admit it. This girl is really hot to me. Right, and yeah. I said to her, I pulled her aside, and I go. I, then I played the thespian. That's an actor, big actor. And I, yeah. go, I go. You know, you realize, Carrie, we're going to be on celluloid for the rest of our lives, and then even when we're gone, this will be uh, our legacy. Uh, so it's really. <laughs> I don't need the sound effects. Tell this freaking story, okay? I know you vacillate from spiritual to wolf or whatever you're doing. So I said to her, "Listen, it's going to be on celluloid for eternity, and what are we going to leave?" We must make sure that this really looks like a love scene. So I would like to take you, you and I, go into a private room and explore one another's bodies. You dirty. So that they understand when they're watching this, this is not acting. This is us who know one another well enough where we can absolutely smoothly go through the sex scene and not be directed. It'll be no problem. We should explore one another's bodies and actually know and be comfortable with, with one another naked. And she said, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into the other room. It was actually a closet. We we're on set. We went into the closet and we played with each other naked. And I got to tell you, so then I had a hard on just being honest here. <laughs> I had a big old hard on. Yeah. And I said to her, I don't know what to do with this during the scene. And I said, I'm not wearing one of those flesh thongs because I'll, I'll bust through it. 
And I said, there's no way. And she actually was sort of turned on by that. You know, she said, you know, I would hope I would give you that erection. You know, so she was kind of into me saying that. And I said, here's what I'd like to do. I will take the erection, you get on top of me, and I will put it to the side. I'll put it to the side. You ride the thing the side, okay? And it'll look like we're having sex. I'll put the boner to the side. Okay? All right. I think that's the name of this song, Put the Boner to the Side. <laughs> I sound so clinical, like it's like we're in court. I'd like a sidebar. So Okay. Sarah is now gnawing on her thumbnails. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not quite sure if this is a good story on, for her if it's not. Is it, a, is it an I'll okay story so far? I'll know, I'll in, a know in a minute. Keep going. Is that what, you're, what happens in a minute? Just keep going. I still can't tell. So, so we're in this closet, and I said, listen, here's what we'll do. So we semi-choreographed it. We made out so that we'd be comfortable making out on the, for the scene and stuff. And by the way, oh, I'm really into it. She's so a great kisser and great... Everything was happening. I actually said to myself, I want to, you know, take this further than the closet, than exploring. But anyway, so now it's time to do the scene. So this, uh, we had a director, nice guy. He goes, okay, you're going to be on top, and uh, you're going to, you know, ride him and all this kind of stuff. And they cleared the set. They go, clear the set, you know, because <laughs> you know, we got a little nudity going on here, simulated sex. So sure enough, I put the boner to the side. All right? And she rides, does the simulated orgasm. All good, right? Next day, I go to work. The director's fired. I go, what happened? And the producer who wrote the movie, he goes, I'm going to be the director now. That stupid ass. He didn't see your prick was popping over her thigh the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I swear to God. I swear to God. What an idiot. We looked at the dailies. They call them dailies. And there you look at her thigh and you see your prick popping up and down. <laughs> so you saw the German helmet. Achtung, 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 achtung. So he fires the director for not noticing the pecker coming up. But the, the guy's not looking. I feel bad for the guy. I got the guy fired. I, I, because it was my idea to put it to the side. So now... The guy says, the horny producer who wrote this thing, that gathered the money and all this, he now is the director. And I swear he's in this thing, too, so he can have whack-off material. <laughs> so now he becomes the director, and he's, like, real seedy. And we had to do it again. Oh. This time, me on top. <laughs> no poking yeah. from the side, right? And I'll never forget it. His face was right next to us, next to the bed. Oh. He's going, you know. He's like coaching me. Okay, okay. Get a little roar. Get a little roar. That's bizarre. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. She's got long hair. What are you gonna do with it? And I'm going. You are not helping. Your little face. I don't and she, even know her, what to and say And her, to too. That. And her, too. She yeah. was, like, freaking out at this yeah. guy because she kind of read that he's a little pervert. That's it. And he's, like, smoking a cigarette. Come on. What are you going to do with that raven hair? I know what to do with it if you get out of here. Braid it. So <laughs> I'm braid it. So I do the thing. And by the way, 
if you see the movie, the scene is in the movie, and it is unbelievable what they did in editing. I, I'm in the navy whites. I got this whole thing. It's real romantic, and all of a sudden we're in bed, and I'm on top, and they do slow motion. Do you, have you ever seen yourself having sex? Well, put it in slow motion with some sound effects, <laughs> and it has not happened. Want to hear the sound effects? <laughs> A lion's roar in slow motion when I'm supposedly having my time with the big O. Oh, that is so funny. Not funny. If you're watching this, and by the way, my friend is sent movies all the time. Her father sent movies. She's vacuuming one day. She happens to put in a movie. <laughs> she hears me going, hey, it's TJ. <laughs> she then has a party. Whoa. She hosts a party with everybody. Then next time I see everybody at the party, they're going, hey, TJ. I'm going, how they know that? Uh, they're all calling me TJ Nash. And then they go. <laughs> <laughs> so now. Back to back to the big fighting scene, the big the heavy duty scene. They've seen enough of me naked, but not the chicks. So now I got to take three of my Tomcat angels. One is Asian that speaks very little English, but she has amazing boobs. Probably bought, but it didn't matter. She was really good looking. So they're all in these army in the army uniforms that they you know got at some dollar sale. So now we're all in our what do you call those things? The the one pieces, the one the jumpsuits, the jumpsuit. You're in the jumpsuit. So the way they're going to get them naked. This is the script writing now. This is genius. The way they're going to get them naked is we go to the Iraqi prison with some kid that looks like Gunga Din. He's going to go. They recruit this actor. He goes, the women they take the food. You know, he's got this bad Iraqi accent. You know, so he's my guide. He's like this little twelve year old. You know, it's like from Indiana Jones. Hey, Indy. Yeah, totally. So they have him in the character. So he's guiding me. So we get the three, these three women, because they're fed by, uh, you know, the Iraqi guards are fed by girls in veils and stuff. So they knock out the Iraqi girls, and they put the veils on, and they seduce the Iraqi guys, take their guns, shoot them. We're on our way. Okay. Now we're on our way into Saddam's. Now, get this. I'm now rescuing my woman with women in underwear, <laughs> running through an Iraqi prison, and I'm supposed to be serious. So I'm going, come on, girls. So the Asian one starts to get upset because she doesn't have a lot of lines. She's got only sex scenes. No wonder. But she's upset because she wants to be an actress and have a reel too. So they give her a line, and here's what so it don't is. don't get naked, okay? You want to be a real actress. She look great naked. They all did. They look great naked in these sex scenes. So here's what happens. We bust in on Saddam Hussein in this prison. He's got pillows everywhere. Look like my ex-wife. Pillows everywhere. We bust in. I'm in full uniform with Gunga Din by my side. I got my Uzi. Or my, my, my submachine gun ready to take him down. I shoot him. And here's her line. The Asian girl's line. She's supposed to say, shit, I think they heard that. You know, I mean, the other guards are going to yeah. hear the gun sound. Yeah. It came out with, she, I think the hardah. <laughs> they go, cut. That's not going to work. She goes, what are you talking about? I say my line. I say my line. Publicly. <laughs> so now she's trying to justify and beg for her that scene to be set. So go, no, we've got to do it over again. Boom, 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 boom. I shoot him. And she goes, she. And they try to coach her in acting. And they said, you have to have more emphasis. So she goes, she, I think they heard that. 
<laughs> Cut. What's wrong with that? I say that, I put inflection. Oh I put God. inflection at the end of the word. You told me get dramatic. You told me put inflection in my word. I say, Hada! <laughs> so now they finally got her just to go, shit. <laughs> she, she, and I go. I think they heard that. <laughs> I think I didn't put my words in there, but she got her little line. No, so then we rescue my girl, just in the middle of having sex with Saddam Hussein, who was a very good look-alike. Then we had to deal with a guy with a claw. It was an actual guy with a claw, by the way. Wow. What other parts is he gonna get? Wow. <laughs> he came in with a claw. So he has an excuse. He had, but his claw, though. <laughs> you know how they put a little prosthetic on there. He uh. actually had. A prosthetic that was a a uh, sharp instrument, like a killer, like a sickle, uh -huh. like he's in the field one day, <laughs> and he's going to take my head off next. So now I have to deal with him. We escape, and now you have a beautiful movie called Tomcat Angels, oh. and I cannot believe that I told you that wow. because now Netflix is going to have a run on Tomcat yes, Angels. I'm going to order that shit. <laughs> going home right now. Tomcat Angels. <laughs> So that's my regrettable story. Sarah, how, where were you on that one? Are you okay? I feel a little shell-shocked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little glazed over. Good. Well, perfect time for a break. Yeah. We'll deal with, we'll fan Sarah off. Uh, go to thelaughterstore.com. They're having a sale there. You put in laugh, and you can get all sorts of goodies. I know someone just bought uh, probably 12 CDs. You got Eddie Izzard. You got Dane Cook. Anybody, all your favorites. Back to Bill Cosby and any uh, CDs and gag gifts and things that make you giggle. 50% off. You're basically going to get this stuff for like 2 $3. So go to thelaughterstore.com. Put laugh. That's the code. And you'll get that 50% off. Uh, make your holiday. Listen, a lot of people need some laughter right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people not happy with the election results on, around the country. A lot of red faces. Of a lot of red faces in red states. <laughs> okay, so this might give you a little levity to your day on a long-term basis. Go to thelaughterstore.com, and we're coming right back. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. The Soda Stream Soda Maker is is fun as hell. The kids are going to love it. There's 50 different flavors, and it's healthy. There's no fructose, corn syrup, or aspartame. So pick one up at Bed Bath & Beyond, Target, Macy's, Kohl's, and Walmart. Or just go to SodaStream. With Gamefly, Duh. choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want, and send them back when you're done. Eight ninety five to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. Are you experiencing occasional constipation, fatigue, weight gain, poor circulation, sleepless nights, depression, or lack of concentration? Your health conditions may be related to a toxic colon. Yes, I'm talking about pooping. It's time to detoxify and feel healthy. Miracles of Health offers you a smooth and gentle solution. Pure Cleanse, the number one colon cleanser you can count on. Go to miraclesofhealth.com or call 888-495-9864 and get your seven-day free trial of Pure Cleanse. All you have to do is pay $4.99 for the shipping. Pure Cleanse, your friend for life. Are you sick of cigarettes ruling your life? Tired of the yellow teeth and shortness of breath? Think nothing out there works? Think again. Introducing Miraset, the all-new revolutionary solution to stop smoking forever. Miraset is an all-natural spray registered with the FDA created from homeopathic ingredients. Miraset suppresses your nicotine cravings and withdrawal symptoms, allowing your body to reprogram itself to remove the crave forever. Former longtime smokers are marveling over the effectiveness of Miraset. Randy 
writes, I've tried several stop smoking products without any success. After trying Miraset, my overall health is so much better and my urges have gone away. Miraset is not a temporary solution with harmful side effects like some of these other products. It is an all natural and permanent solution to stop smoking for good. Order your one month supply of Miraset today to end the nicotine addiction for only $49.95 with a money back guarantee. We care about restoring your health. Order Miraset now and stop smoking forever. Call 800 394 6149. That's 800 394 6149. Does your car smell like. You need scent bomb. Does your house smell like. Get some scent bomb. Does the bathroom smell like. Get some scent bomb. Go to GetSomeScentBomb.com today for the best air freshener you've ever tried. We are so confident that you will love Scent Bomb that we're giving away a free bottle to the next 12 customers to type in the promo code RADIO at checkout. If you're tired of weak air fresheners, try Scent Bomb. Scent Bomb is a concentrated air freshener, so all you need is just a couple of sprays and the smell will last for days. That's right, you spray it today and you still smell it tomorrow. We guarantee that it's the best air freshener you've ever tried. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com and enter the promo code RADIO at checkout to get your free bottle today. There's nearly 100 fragrances to choose from. So go to GetSomeScentBomb.com. That's GetSomeScentBomb. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home in style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruff. System 2. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free.
Listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Yeah, we had the uh, election. Yeah. The big, a uh, lot of voting going on yesterday. It was, there was election, an election day. Yeah, there was a little election. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> President. Oh, my nerves are shot from it. Really? Yeah, I was so tense from it. I feel exhausted. You know what's what's really weird is it started off 33 for uh, for Romney and three for Obama. Yeah. So that must have made you, because you're an Obama person. Well, I'm like, I'm not an idiot. I know, like, <laughs> it's like that's the alternative. The big, the huh? big states weren't counted with the large electoral votes. I just knew that we would. I so you were okay working. with that uh, for the early lead? Yeah, I was like, I know we're going to get some of these big ones. Okay, <laughs> really cocky, huh? Yeah, there's no way. I'm so okay. Now I'm going to lose half our listeners. There, that's but, okay. That's yeah, okay. I, li- I like. Uh, I I would. Uh, I would. You already lost that. half your Facebook people, so why not? Yeah, I defriended them. <laughs> oh, you defriended them? Oh, for sure, I did. Seriously? Yeah, I was like, get your negativity off my page. Okay, wow. I have to ask. Was it because it wasn't just for political views? It was for like bashing or negativity well or i said i made this one post and it said yeah it was political i said now can we all go back to uh talking or when we talk about our president with like or like can we now talk about our president with respect again wow. okay and, and then, then someone was like someone yeah what he was like well he's like anybody who is an idiot if they call that our president and i said please none of that on my page and i defended right. him oh oh but then they, you didn't allow that person to say sorry you just defriended. You yeah. said, "Please, not on my yeah, page." Yeah. <laughs> Please, you're defriended. Yeah. You did this with two people. Yeah, I did. That went negative. Yeah, one of them was one of your fans, and I was like, "Oh, Get out of here. really?" Yeah, I have it happen often. I, I I try to come from a different place, and they will not have it. People love their little boxes to put you in. I always try to come from a. I am of the kind of consciousness party, and then people go, "Get off your high horse." <laughs> Someone told me it was a high horse today. I said, well, if I am if I am uh, coming from a place of of hope and and uh, self fulfillment and so on, then then saddle me up. <laughs> okay. Speaking of that, I try to look at things positively. So do you, Sarah? Right. That's true. We try to. And what a better segue for good news. We yeah. have good news with Sarah Sweet. By the way, call <laughs> us. That's her name is Sarah Sweet. You talk about that's a she's just a good news walking in the door. <laughs> Despite the intro of her name. Or as Ileana calls you, Sarah. 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 Sarah Sweet. Uh, you can call us, by the way. We'd love to hear from you. We only have a few minutes left of our show, but let's get it in. You have some feelings you want to share with us. 323-622-8623. 
Just don't make them negative or Sarah will defriend you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there was this, uh, for the good news, so there was this uh, elderly person who died as he was filling out his ballot but came back to life to be able to vote. What? <laughs> okay. What? He was filling out his ballot with his uh, wife and then he... Uh, he died. <laughs> and, he saw the light. Yeah, and he was dead. And uh, they started doing CPR for a few minutes. He wasn't breathing. And then all of a sudden he came back and his first question was, did I vote? Come on. Seriously. <laughs> and then he said to his wife, he said, when on his last uh, few breaths, he told his wife, he said, there are only two things that are more important to him, that I love you and that I finish what I came here to do, vote. <laughs> Wow. So awesome? he voted and he died after yeah, that? Yeah, and then he died. Then he died again? Yeah. Whoa. He came back to vote. I love you, my wife. I need to vote. Now I'm dead. Ah. <laughs> it doesn't He say. would not be disenfranchised now, would he? No. A quick one. Big Bird did come out and vote. <laughs> Big, Bird, Big, Big Bird, Bird made it? Yeah, made it to the polls. The voiceover actor or like who? No, a guy, a, a comedian dressed up as Big Bird. As Big Bird, a, because remember Romney? Romney said, uh, I hate to tell you this. Oh. <laughs> I hate to tell you this, Big Bird, but PBS, if yeah. I'm the president. And now Big Bird is basically saying, who's unemployed now, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Totally. And, right? and some people might not view this as a positive, but Colorado okay. and Washington became the first states to legal, legalize recreational marijuana. Whoa. Not only that, they've done something really? that we talk about in the movie Totally Baked. You can get that at the left. <laughs> too. But, uh, yeah, we talk about this. I do not smoke pot, but I am really happy with this because, you know what? We can make some money. They're going to tax it. Yeah, they're going to yeah. tax treat it. Treat it like alcohol. And it does a lot for the drug Which should have done war. for a really long time. Yeah. There's a million reasons. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. It's like one of those. I've had both sides. I'll read on Facebook. So and so stupid. They ruined America with this. You know, I don't know how I'm going to. I want to move and all that. The marijuana opposition people. I'd love to hear from them. Yeah. And do, you then, mind if, do you mind if I accept a call? Because they might be calling about that. Or do you want to finish the good news? I'll keep finishing it really quick. There's right, just a couple things. Two calls coming. Tammy in. Baldwin, she beat Republican Tommy Thompson from That's Wisconsin. Right. She's the first U.S. senator to be openly out and gay. She's nice. a lesbian. That's exactly right. I think that's awesome. And then uh, lastly. I wonder if she played Melissa Etheridge at her, <laughs> or KD <Katie laughs> Lang at her celebration. Probably. And then lastly, <laughs> uh, again, this, I mean, it's a good news for me, but uh, the. Voters legalize same-sex marriage in Maine, Maryland, and Washington. Right? How about that? It's awesome. A lot of uh, things happening, and there are some other referendums that were not passed. So I don't want to get to the bad news because it's still good news with Sarah Sweet. Okay, now that that's <laughs> over, I can tell you the bad news. Now, they had some referendums in, in California that kind of shockingly passed or didn't pass, but yeah. it's okay. We have callers. Maybe they have an opinion on it. We did open it up to you. We have two callers, one from 360 and one from 441. And listen, 441, I want you to hold on because 360 is first. Hello, it's the Craig Shoemaker Laugh It Off show. Who's this? Oh, Craig, you are bad. <laughs> Magic. Hi, Magic. How's it going? Man, Magic I'm going to throw you under the bus like that, Craig, but you just not funny on my show. <laughs> on the show. <laughs> Oh, who is this? <laughs> I, think, I think it's someone it's I know. Scar. I haven't been able to uh, catch a show lately, but uh, today I uh, actually I, I, uh, was able to catch up. And i got to tell you, man, this was so funny today. It was so funny. You had me just 
laughing for the last two hours, and, uh, oh, good. and it was great, man. Your stories are great. That is your TV. You say you don't have a sitcom, that's your show. All those stories you're talking about, trying to get a show, trying to make it in Hollywood, be an actor, get a stand-up, that's your show. And then I failing. Because <laughs> people love to watch and failure. And then failing. Yeah, that's another episode right there. No, not an episode. It's every, every episode. episode. I've, I've, failed, I've failed more than I've succeeded. That is for damn sure. But, uh, and you know, that's hilarious. Those stories were hilarious. <laughs> you know, but the problem is you've got to get paid for the hilarity. I don't get paid. I've got to get some money for this stuff. Do you, any, do you have any solutions Write it on up that? And pitch it. That's good. It's good. It doesn't stuff. matter. Don't they don't, they don't want to hear a pitch from an old guy. That's that's Hollywood. Now, if I pitch this, now picture this twenty-one-year-old kid. He fails at everything he does. He even but tries you, pornography. You Sarah, as your beard. You know, <laughs> he's young. <laughs> Let her be your Remington Steel. Your you know, Remington <laughs> off you. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I uh, hope you're, uh, you're okay after the election. A lot of people are sick to their stomachs and want to move. I'm not yeah, well, we got, all got sick when Bush was elected, so it's their turn. Ah, <laughs> wow, so you're okay, so you're of that ilk. All right, well, listen, thank you very much for, uh, for coming up with a show for me. Write it out. Get to know a big creator and a showrunner in Hollywood, a producer, and get me on television, for God's sakes. Right now I have a <laughs> lipstick camera looking at me, and my <laughs> forehead looks very large. Oh, somebody just hung up. I was hanging up on you to talk to someone else. But that's all right. <laughs> and wealth and well deserved. You should hang up on me. To Thank talk you, to brother. All right, guy. Uh, thanks see. for the laugh. You got dude. it. Bye, Scott. Now, the 441 called back, but 267 has called at least, as Philadelphia has called at least 10 times, keeps hanging up. I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're getting caught at work. Yeah. Hey, what's going on over there? I'm just calling, I'm, uh, I'm just calling my mother. Who's this? Hey. Yeah, hi, Craig. Hey, how's it going? Who's this? I don't recognize your area. This is Neil over in the UK. How you doing? Oh, we've hey. got the UK calling. Hello. 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 Did you hear? Did you hear my Patrick Stewart story earlier? Uh, no, because I didn't. Oh, I've only just sort of caught about the last 30 minutes of the show, unfortunately. Oh, you're going to have to listen to. I do a whole story about uh, one of your people from the UK, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Yep, Sir Patrick Stewart, if you please. Oh, he's a if sir. Like he's a knight now, yeah. Oh, they, they knighted his ass, huh? <laughs> Not from the work <laughs> he did. <laughs> yeah. Not from the, the work he did with me. <laughs> we, did, we did a movie together, and he didn't like me. And the, one of the days on the set, they go, oh, you have a fight scene, and we have stuntmen for you. And he goes, I don't need a stuntman. Do you, Craig? <laughs> and he like he like humiliated me into, into fighting him in the movie. You can watch it. The movie's called Safe House, the old Safe House. It's from 97. Yep. You can watch it. And Sir Patrick Stewart kicks me across the room into a fern. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, I think we need a take two. Engage! <laughs> so, well, this, wasn't yes. he the guy, didn't you do um, a Picard impersonation and he called you a dick? Yeah, call me a dick. It's okay. <laughs> they told me a few other things. It was the kicking me across the room, and we did several scenes of this. And he punched me. I actually he got skin on skin with knuckle on on cheek. Oh yeah, he, he was taking me out. He didn't want the stuntmen are like watching, going, "Well, this is great. I got a day off. I'm paid to be here." And this Patrick Stewart's kicking some Philly ass. <laughs> so he's from. Uh, I think he's from near Newcastle. Where are you calling from? In England. I'm actually just sort of about 25 miles outside London. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, you sort of have a London accent. Not that I know the difference. Uh, yeah, not originally from there. I'm actually originally from the Midlands, but... Uh, you do kind you know, of have that I, Midland I, accent. Yeah. If <laughs> I actually started talking like where I, where I came from, you would never understand the word I said. Oh, I don't understand my Newcastle friends. I have a friend who's uh, he's actually the <laughs> well, leader. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a buddy of mine. He's the leader, lead singer of ACDC. And literally, Brian <laughs> Johnson, and literally, just as long as I'm going to drop the name, it might as well be a full name, okay? Right. He talks like this, homie, son, we saw your bust, I got pricked, I don't understand the word he says. <laughs> and I just laugh. That's what you do, you just laugh. You go, oh, I know he was trying for something funny there, but I have no idea what it was. I didn't find the punchline, but that's okay. You can tell it was something funny and not morose. Otherwise, I would give him my morose look. So, uh, so how did you find our show in England? I just need to know that. Well, I've I've been following you now for for probably about eight or nine years. I, I saw you in in San Jose back in about two thousand and five. Wait, wait a minute! I think I met you. Yeah, you did after the show. Yes, I, I, I made the fatal mistake of being in the front row, <laughs> and uh, I was the first guy you went to in the machine gun routine. I remember you. I, yeah, <laughs> we met. We met in the uh, the lobby at the San Jose Improv, right? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember you. See, John, why do I remember well, everybody? Does it mean I have very few fans or <laughs> too much time? So, uh, yeah. Well, I'm so happy that you continue to follow the uh, the career even after I humiliated you. That's very impressive. Because <laughs> I know how you English like to get back at people. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> Well, great to hear you. Uh, by the way, over in England, give us give us the uh, British report on what you think of our election over here. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I mean, Rom Romney's just spent about um, was it eight hundred million bucks on on not becoming a president. You know, I've just spent nothing, and I've got the same result. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? You can't be any funner than that. I'm hanging up on you. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. What a way to end the show. Okay, my my jolly good man. I will Thank see you, you next week. Enjoy your day. And you enjoy yours. Thank ta -ta. you, sir. As they say, <laughs> where I'm from Toodles. in the Midlands. Ta-ta toodles. Bye. So long. Good day. Yeah. Jolly good. <laughs> He hung up first. <laughs> Bloody bastard! <laughs> he did. He hung up on yeah, me, didn't he? I didn't even click. press. I didn't. Even, <laughs> yeah, I heard the click. <laughs> Hello. Ta-ta. I think ta-ta. I think ta-ta. Maybe Toodles made the click happen oh, a little earlier. Oh, Lots of fun today. I can't tell you who the guest is next week. You know what's happening? To be honest with you, I'll call somebody, a friend, and they're either available or they're not. I'm running out of f famous friends. Ever since I moved to the suburbs, no one's interested in hanging with me anymore. So I pulled some in from the suburbs. We had Ario Speedwagon, Chris Harrison, Tom Bergeron. But now the Hollywood people, I don't know them anymore. But maybe we'll find someone. Maybe we'll actually go the legit way and call a publicist Ooh. or something. We're going to have Dr. Drew on the show. He's committed to being on our show. Nice. Hanging out with him. Sarah Sweet and the Silver Fox. <laughs> Just to watch her projectile vomit, you've got to tune in for that. It will happen. Here's how you can pay attention to who the guests will be. Just go to craigshoemakershow.com. It's a brand new website. We want you to go join. Yes. You'll get prizes, communications from us. You'll add some things there. You'll give us some comments, some funny things. 
Our buddy now from England just ended the show with the best joke we've heard all day. And that's with a professional two hours on a microphone. This calls from England, and he's bringing it. True. I don't been, remember his joke now, but like it was probably pretty good. It was very good. <laughs> <laughs> totally good, totally good, very good. Uh, we're going to go uh, Grant Shaw. I want to thank Grant Shaw for being Woo. here. You know him yeah. from uh, a lot of things. Just listen to the show again if you don't know where he's from. Uh, Archivist, we got 40 episodes in the can. Pass the word around. We uh, we would love it. And uh, please follow us at uh, Laugh It Off Podcast on Facebook. And go to Twitter, haha Laugh It Off. We love you. And uh, have a wonderful laugh-filled day. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. Live. Live from the Toad Hop Network studios. In Hollywood. This. This is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses. Opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.